0: Scary basement each week me and my friend roxy are drawn inexplicably and supernaturally to this basement which is full of kaleidoscopes that show you your bad future a big fat pile of blood and a snake who knows more than he should my name is mikey McAller, and i'm roxy polk and we have a special guest with us this week roxy joining us for the month of october uh michael myers say hi michael I hate him. Just a charisma vacuum. I
1: I mean, he can't really show a lot of expression, so I don't know how much of it is his fault. No,
0: (laughs) I don't like him. Okay, this is fair. (laughs) Uh, Let's start out, as we always do, with the scariest things that happened to us this week outside of the basement. Roxy, what went down in your life this week that spooked you to your very bones?
1: (laughs) A very mild annoyance more than a uh, scary... Bone chilling occurrence, but I I know how you feel about alarm clocks, Mikey, but I fucking hate mine and the sound Hmm. it makes whenever I hear it as like I know somebody else's ringtone or if it's like in a
0: movie or something. it just like I have a visceral reaction to how much (laughs) I've had this experience where you're like watching a movie and somebody's ringtone is your alarm clock tone and you just like tense up because it's the worst part of the day. It is when you have to get out of bed
1: yeah and it it leaked into my nightmare the other day and like i woke up with like a start i was just like oh fuck it was like the nightmare was really stupid too i can't even remember the specifics but it was basically kind of like oh i'm late for something and like my entire life hinges on it and i fucked up really terribly (laughs) um so i woke up terrified that that had actually happened and then it was no No, it was just my horrible horrible alarm clock noise uh
0: Really unfair for an alarm <laughs> clock to cross the boundaries into sleep reality.
1: Yeah, it's it's you not fair. That. I did not appreciate it. But uh, Mikey, what what happened to you this week?
0: Dire wolves. Oh, okay. Well, that's a much bigger problem <laughs> than what I had. Uh, I was house sitting for a friend of mine, and he has cable, and so mm-hmm. this is. Just the greatest thing. Like I love watching TV on ca- like cable where you got that like long guide. It's blue and it just like shows six or seven channels and what's on. And like, it's always house, house MD, always on. It's so exciting to me, but I'm just like scrolling <laughs> through and I get to like the history channel, which is the kind of channel. I don't know if it was a history channel. It was like a history channel or or pop TV. One of those kind of networks that like you would never search out on your own. But if you're like flipping channels, which uh-huh. who does anymore? If you're flipping channels and you find it, it's kind of exciting. They had a show on that was like scariest cryptid videos. Okay, and I'm down for it. I watched it and the video that they showed was of a GD direwolf. Oh, wait a second. I think you showed me this, right? It was like a dog fighting a
1: direwolf?
0: <laughs> yes. Or like a regular it, it, wolf maybe. I don't know. It's a video in the woods. And it's just like you see kind of like a a black speck and then a dog is barking. And then all of a sudden that black speck stands up and it's the biggest wolf I've ever seen. And it comes and it starts like fighting the dog and the dog wins. And it's like it's so scary and it's so big and it's just like almost for sure Photoshop. But what if it wasn't?
1: Especially because there's like a human filming it just a couple feet away from this Unless it's a static cam. I don't know. I can't remember if there was, like, movement It's like to a it. cell
0: phone video. He like, okay. he, like, kind of jogs up. Like, once he sees how big it is... Like, what the fuck is going, my dog, dog barking at? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very scary.
1: Yeah, I think I've you. only encountered real wolves, like, at the zoo. And they didn't look <laughs> that much bigger than dogs. So that was... Yeah. May- maybe Photoshopped wolf. Maybe yeah. real wolf. Roxy, picture that
0: wolf, but big. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's exactly what that video was. Oh boy, here he comes. Here comes our guy. The Demon Bot. Demon Bot strolling on over. God bless him.
2: Mikey and Roxy, last week I assigned the film Halloween. Not the 1978 Halloween, but the sequel to that movie. And not the 1981 sequel, Halloween 2. And not the 2009 Mm -hmm. film, Halloween 2, but the 2018 Halloween. What idiot named these movies anyway? Did you watch the damned movie?
0: I did. I did watch it. Even. Yeah, I
1: did. I did too.
2: Then you may keep your souls. We did
1: it. Mm, I don't know. You, you
0: sure, Mikey?
2: For now.
0: Ah! See, he did again. He did ah, again. He gets. He gets me. <laughs> he gets me every time. <laughs> Roxy, we did watch Halloween from 2018. It does yeah, we did. Pick up after the events of the original Halloween. So. Okay. So it. it- it
1: negates Halloween 2, correct? Yes. No Halloween 2. So it's just no Halloween, Halloween two. 1978, then Halloween 2018. Correct.
0: Okay. Those are the canonical orders of Halloween films.
1: Uh, now- Just in case there's sure.
0: anybody listening up at the scary basement cellar door who has not seen Halloween 2018, Roxy, what do you say you and me do a plot recap? Let's do it. Let's Let's talk about what happened in this movie, so then we
1: can talk about even more stuff that happened in this movie and what we think about okay. it. <laughs> Okay, uh, so we open on a couple of podcasters, believe it or not, Mikey, <laughs> their names are Aaron and Dana, I mean, Roxy and uh, Mikey, uh, who have gotten access to serial killer and psychiatrist, pa- uh, psychiatric patient, Michael Myers, they brought his famous inside out William Shatner mask and demand he say something.
0: The podcast hosts then go to see Laurie Strode, who you might remember as the babysitter and original final girl from the 1978 Halloween. Laurie lives alone in the woods, and offering her $3,000 for an interview, the podcast hosts get inside her deeply secure compound Here we find out that Lori lost custody of her daughter, Karen, when the girl was just 12 years old. We then meet this Karen, who has a daughter of her own named Allison. And Allison has a dad named Ray. Pretty idyllic life, if you ask me. Maybe a little too idyllic? Lori appears outside Allison's
1: classroom... (laughs) Just as Michael Myers did the previous time, like a goddamn freak, giving her the $3,000 and telling her to take a trip to Mexico, just get out and live her life. But Allison, ever the responsible one, decides to put the money towards college and demands that her grandmother say goodbye to Michael and get over it so she can live her own life.
0: That night, Michael is transferred to another facility. Lori, out in her car, watches him go before she heads over to Allison's birthday party. When she shows up, Lori pounds a wine and starts to cry. Honestly, she is not doing great. Maybe if Lori hadn't raised her daughter to be a psycho killer freak, things would have turned out better for
1: her. Uh, We then meet a father and son pair who are off on a hunting trip. They come upon a turned over psych bus where the patients are roaming about like ghosts, very similar to a scene in the first movie. After the dad goes first to investigate and, of course, gets killed, the boy grabs his rifle and goes out to look about. He finds Michael's doctor, uh, Ranber Sartain. This is the first time I'm saying his name.
0: We did have to Google his name. I- Wait, his
1: first name is literally Ranbir? Ranbir.
0: Ranbir. Huh. I don't
1: know. R-A-N-B-I-R. Oh, my god! I copied and pasted it. Okay, no wonder <laughs> they always call him, like, Sartain. That makes a lot more yeah. sense. Okay, anyway, this kid accidentally shoots Artane, but just in the chest, uh, and it does not kill him. But uh, Michael, unfortunately, kills the kid and takes his truck.
0: We then return to the dang blasted podcasters who go to see Judith Myers's grave. Michael Myers is, of course, there himself. It's his number one hangout spot. (laughs) He follows the podcasters to a gas station where he kills a mechanic, puts on the classic jumpsuit, murders both the podcasters, and takes back his iconic mask. I bet those podcasters wouldn't give that five stars on the iTunes store. (laughs) Oh my god. But you guys can give us five stars on the iTunes store if you feel (laughs) like it. We then return to
1: Allison at the Halloween prom. There she sees her boyfriend kiss another girl, and then he gets mad that he got caught and throws her phone in a punch bowl? She walks home very pissed off with her now ex's best bud, and this du- this dude tries to kiss her, and she's not here for it, so she walks away from that guy, too. Uh, luckily, though, Michael Myers, of course, murders him for being a creep.
0: At some point here, we also see Allison's friend Vicky babysitting a chill-ass kid named Julian. Michael Myers murders her because he hates babysitters, and he also kills Vicky's boyfriend Dave because they were probably going to have sex. Michael Myers is nothing if not a creature of routine.
1: Dr. Sartain, having awakened from his coma after being shot, is hot on Michael's trail with Deputy Hawkins. They come upon Allison, who has found her now ex's best bud's dead body, and drive around looking for the escape killer. They find him, and just to be extra sure, Deputy Hawkins even runs the psychopath down with his car.
0: Dr. Sartain, however, has some other ideas. He stabs Deputy Hawkins in the throat and puts Michael Myers in the backseat of the cop car with Allison. We then witness a tense car ride, wherein we learn that Dr. Sartain wants to keep Michael alive so he can study his evil, evil brain. When Michael eventually wakes up, he stomps Sartain's head like an old watermelon while Allison runs away.
1: All the while, Lori and Karen are back at Lori's military hut preparing for Michael's arrival. When he arrives, Michael murders Ray and goes on the attack. We get a prolonged chase uh, slash hunting sequence where Laurie both flees from and brings the fight to Michael Myers.
0: When Allison gets to the cabin, all three Strode women lure Michael into the basement, which we learn is a trap. They light the cabin on fire and run away, presuming having burnt Michael to a crisp forever, but probably not. And that is Halloween 2018. Halloween 2018! Oh, Roxy, what did you think of this movie? I loved it with my whole heart. It was a
1: lot of fun. And especially after having seen the original so closely in between watching that one and this one, there was a lot where you could be like, oh, that's mirroring this exact thing. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was really cool how at times they chose to swap Lori's positioning with Michael's in a couple of scenes, which was kind of an interesting way to play with that dynamic.
0: Well, so here's what I think is so cool about this movie and what i really love especially in light of rob zombie's halloween 2 mm-hmm. which dives dives into this concept in a really stupid like surface level way this idea that lori becomes the monster after all the fucked up shit that happens to her because of michael myers in rob zombie's halloween 2 lori becomes a psychopath and is really? as psychopathic as michael myers and uh, again okay. i like this movie a lot i think it's very funny i still haven't seen it yet i need to <laughs> You don't. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> no, you cool. should you should. It's good. But like this movie very much, like, from the beginning is like, oh, Lori is Michael Myers in that she is the monster, but she's also like that's working on a thematic level. Like, she's an abusive mother.
1: She's not a, a great mother in this, but at the same time, like her her intention is that she wants to protect her kid and be have her kid be prepared for this literal evil, unkillable creature that she knows is going to come after her until well, she sees him like dead for real here's what's so interesting and to me- like nobody believes her <laughs> is the thing so it makes her look a lot more scary and possibly abusive with the perspective of like hey if the world is actually working normally and there isn't like a s- impossible to kill psycho killer then you're just insane and uh <laughs> not a great mom Th-
0: that's what's so interesting to me about this movie is that it's this bizarre Combination, Like, it almost feels like it can't decide because it's, like, it, it has to be a Halloween movie and Michael Myers has to get loose and murder people. Mm-hmm. But, like, Laurie is reenacting her past trauma on her child. That is, like, how she raises her. She gets her taken away. They have this strained relationship. She's this horrible person. And it's, like, it feels like if the movie was about getting over this past trauma, then it's, like... <laughs> The, the world of the movie is like, no, Lori was right. You were right to raise your child in this fucked up way. Because, like, it comes together for her and they, like, save it. But, like, or they save each other from Michael Myers because they have this training. But it's like, yeah. Lori is, I think, in a lot of ways throughout this movie set up to be the monster.
1: In a way, yeah. Because it's like this this horrible experience to find her entire life from the moment on after it happened, so she's yeah. kind of like had to mold her life around finding this thing, which like the movie itself like calls him just evil. You know, he isn't <laughs> a person to be understood. Like Sartain wants him to be, he's literally just an evil force who doesn't die and doesn't care. <laughs> you know, he's just gonna keep going nonstop. Right. And kinda like, how do you fight something like that when you're just an individual person or when you're one of the few survivors from something like that? And so no one else can literally understand you except for you. Mm-hmm.
0: Like Well, she's like like she's she's doing a, a, a classic uh hurt people hurt people sort of thing. I guess,
1: yeah. And I can't remember how old the how old Karen was when she was initially taken away. The podcasters probably so. I wanna so. say they said
0: she remember. was twelve.
1: Damn, okay, so she was a lot younger than I thought. Mm-hmm. I was thinking she was more like, I don't know, sixteen, seventeen
0: or something. No, sixteen seventeen, you're fine.
1: Okay. They and will, they don't they even they don't out. even talk about like her dad at all. <laughs> He's like yeah. not even important to it. <laughs> so I'm assuming he went to or she went to go live with her father, I guess. Right? She wasn't like put in the foster care system or yeah, something. Yeah, presumably.
0: Right? Yeah. I guess that's probably what they did. The father left her for how much she was can you imagine being married to somebody and you're like can we like have a nice date night she's like yeah I'm gonna bring my rifle and yeah we're gonna
1: have to check all the exits and, uh, and I'm gonna
0: hold a knife in each hand the entire time <laughs> and you're gonna have to feed me dinner because I can't hold a fork
1: and no, we can't hug because then my arms will be incapacitated if he shows up and I can't, <laughs> I can't kill like, him if, if you're
0: they hugging they hug, me. hug, but she just puts her arms out straight <laughs> and waves them around <laughs> so that he, and he like has to like duck in to like <laughs> swoop under her and give her a hug. Like, that's okay, not, hi, honey. Listen, <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> I have gone to enough relationship counseling to know that's not what you want from your partner. <laughs>
1: I assume not. It would definitely not be my ideal situation. Uh, what do you think about the uh, podcaster framing device that
0: they have? Like at the beginning? I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. And such like a-, a They're also British too.
2: Yeah. Strangely British enough. people don't
0: make podcasts. They're too busy uh, selling tea for us to throw into the ocean.
1: Uh, sure. <laughs> it's more That's like a- they, came, they came so far just to go to like- Indiana and get killed by Michael Myers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, how much worse would it be to like not just get killed by a serial killer, but to get killed by a serial killer in like an unfamiliar? Country? Yeah, like you
1: you spent so much effort to like get out there to him, and never even thought about how like oh maybe this killer that we're covering could also. How do your parents
0: find your body if yeah. you're in? <laughs> if you're in the United States. They're over there making all their tea, and they're just like, "Have you heard from Dana lately?"
1: I think it's She's funny, too, how they had to be like, oh, no, we're we a radio show or something. So, like, people aren't going to respect the
0: fact that we're podcasters. We'll right. <laughs> just call it a radio show. That's no, fine. No, it had a very uh, This American Life vibe. Yes, where it's like, yeah. We definitely have it on the radio, but people listen to it through the podcast. But we're not going to say we're podcasters. It's, it's very much like how uh, I'm sure you go through this as, like, a comic artist, like, you don't tell your family like you make comics. You say that you're an artist. Because if you say that I make comics, they're like, oh, so you you draw Batman? Yeah, or like, oh,
1: you do Garfield in the Sunday comics. Are you
0: in charge of Garfield?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, yes, I am literally Jim Davis who came up with Garfield. That's yeah, me. people don't get
2: it.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you got to say to podcast – like when you're a podcaster, you got to say like we have a radio show. I tell everybody when I tell them about this podcast that we have – it's on the radio. Okay, I mean it's sound waves, right? So it's not technically lying. And I do have a small ham radio that I put my iPhone up to and broadcast it out. <laughs> They'll never uh, it know the difference. <laughs> sound great, but it crosses a threshold of respectability that I can technically say, "Yes, we're on the radio." And you could be like, "Yeah, oh, the show's live, like right now." Imagine that. <laughs> Let me turn it on for you. <laughs> Roxy, do you have any sense? Do you know what the big idea of this movie is? I'm not sure if there's a ton of it. Um, I mean,
1: I guess I kind of touched on it a bit, how, like, Laurie's life was defined by this one particular night, this one particular moment, where she didn't get killed by Michael Myers, Mm -hmm. and then chose to, like, kind of have that be her entire life. I guess since, like, even though people tried to deter her, and she still kept going... She was like, I know what's right for my kid, I know what is coming, so I'm gonna make her be prepared even if she hates me. Like, I think there's a line in there where she says something about how, you know, I I don't mind if she hates me as long as she's alive. Yeah. Something, something to that effect. So it's kind of like she's given up her entire life to fight literal evil, mm-hmm. and has kind of made her peace with the fact that she doesn't get to have a normal life anymore, which I don't know how much of, like... That would tie into a theme, I guess. Just kind of
0: like sticking to your beliefs, maybe? I'm not sure. Yeah. What what did you think? That's that's what I mean. Like, it feels like it has, like, the first half of the movie is about, like, don't push your shit onto your children. And then the second half of the movie is like, thank God we pushed our shit onto our children. It feels so judgmental (laughs) of Lori throughout. I mean, they're literally framing her as the monster. Like, she's appearing in a lot of places that Michael Myers appears in.
1: And, like, her daughter is lying about being in contact with her. Like, you can tell that the granddaughter is, like, asking her to be places. And she'll ask the mom, like, oh, did you ask grandma if she's going to come to, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, what was it, her graduation or, like, a event? I, I think I, can't I wrote remember. birthday
0: party, but I don't know if it was her birthday party.
1: <laughs> I can't remember. It was, some, it was something important to the daughter. And, like, the daughter, yeah. or not daughter, sorry, the granddaughter. The granddaughter wanted Lori there um but you can tell the mother obviously did not so she lied about talking mm-hmm. to Lori and having her come by her office to like say hello and it's like <laughs> she obviously didn't
0: <laughs> i just like i almost it makes me wonder how much of this thread is going to be explored because the next movie in this series halloween kills we're gonna cover it next week on the podcast
2: Mm-hmm. thank you for spoiling my big reveal later in the episode mikey
0: It is a direct sequel to this, and I believe there's even a third movie that's already been filmed. Wait, for real? Yeah, to come out next Halloween. Did not know that. Called Halloween Ends. Oh. And so I don't know how much of this is like act one of a three-act story, and then they will get into more of like, does Laurie need to (laughs) die for her sins that she has committed to her children? But it does feel like this movie halfway through decides to abandon its theme. And completely like vindicate the thing it seemed like it was criticizing. Yeah, but I don't or like mind. It's kind of interesting. Like this movie is is almost like uh, Harvey Dent Two Face. <laughs> it feels mm-hmm. like you can flip a coin and be like, is this movie just about having fun with Michael Myers kills? I think there's a lot of that going on um, because there's like a a er shot that just follows michael myers around the neighborhood as he just goes and just delightfully kills a number of people it's very funny and we're like on board for that right it's just like it's a fun way to like that we haven't seen michael myers kill people before he's just like out and about in the neighborhood not really because
1: it's like they're all direct callbacks to the first movie and the second movie actually with those kills more specifically the second movie because there's like a woman making a sandwich for, like, her shitty husband. Mm-hmm. And she's using a giant knife to, like, cut this tiny little sandwich that has, like, a single piece of bologna on it. Uh-huh. Um And when she puts it down and goes to give her shitty husband the sandwich, Michael comes, gets her knife, and then kills the both of them. And mm-hmm. then she's got a neighbor who's, like, a younger woman who is on her own talking about, like, oh, they're saying there's, like, a psycho around or something. Because mm-hmm. the original Halloween 2 takes place the same night, as mm-hmm. halloween one so uh like people are still finding out about the killing spree as it's like happening sort of right and so michael then goes and kills her so then in halloween 2018 here we've got a woman who is making a sandwich with a giant mm-hmm. knife um michael comes and takes her knife kills her with it then there's a baby in that room he doesn't kill the baby doesn't thought- kill the baby yeah <laughs> michael love that <laughs> I think it's both Michael and Jason, they don't kill kids, really, right? Yeah. Maybe in one of the, like, offshoot movies that is no longer canon, they do, but it's kind of generally assumed that they don't, I think. And then he goes next door and kills, like, a woman who was talking on her phone to her friend about, like, oh, they're saying there's a killing spree going on, or, like, this bus of crazies, like, tipped over and people got out. So, sure, I'll lock my door, but Michael's already gotten in there and then kills her. Uh (laughs)
0: Uh, I didn't know that. That's very interesting. That they're all like little callbacks. So much um, of this
1: movie, I was like, oh, those are the other movies.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which I get because they're like trying to make this tie into specifically the first movie. So it's kind of like overriding those two scenes that we would have seen in
0: Halloween 2
1: mm-hmm. in a way.
0: When I say we haven't seen a scene like this before in Halloween, I-, I haven't seen 4, 5, and 6. I don't know if they do this. But just, like, the way that scene is constructed as to be from Michael Myers' perspective as he's oh, okay. going through his murder spree. Like, mm-hmm. we-, we see a lot of, like the wife making a sandwich and then Michael Myers comes out and does his thing but like mm. to see him is so I don't know that I, like that's like my favorite scene in any Halloween movie maybe it's just like it's set uh-huh. in the neighborhood there are kids doing their Halloween thing it's just like uh-huh. it's so like surprising the way like it's still tense but it's like tense from a like like a mirror universe <laughs> Halloween yeah. that like potentially followed Michael Myers as he went out and killed specific people uh, I, I was enamored by that scene and I'll. Tell Here's one other thing that I think this movie does better than a lot of horror movies is that all the characters are like really likable. Hmm. There are moments like they took the time in the scene with the babysitter and the kid she was watching to just do oh, like, that, they have yeah. their little like comedic back and forth. But then they took the time to just be like, hey, I do like you. And he's like, I like you too. Like they have this nice bond. Yeah, that was very cute. I- yeah. And there are so many, like, little surprising twists that, like- Aside from, like, the boyfriend. The boyfriend
1: is just, he's a shitbag, and you hate him, and then you never see him again.
0: <laughs> That's true. We don't see him get killed, do And we? then
1: his- No, you don't. He's just- He puts her <clears> phone- <throat> I think you wrote it down as, like, a punch bowl, but I think it's more like- I don't know. It had the consistency of nacho cheese. The thing that cool. he dumped her phone into. So it was like, even if you pick that up, like, that, that thing's Fucked. And also <laughs> that whole scene where he's, like, holding her phone hostage won't give it to her. It felt like an excuse to not have her have a cell phone so then she couldn't contact anyone. Yep. And it was done in such, like, an awkward way. And then, yeah, that dude served his purpose to get rid of her phone and then you'd never see him
0: again. That's that's true. Yeah, he was not great. But, like, like his friend who is, like, a little creepster who yeah. tries to kiss her. Like, he's, like, a very, like, honest like, I feel he's like, pitiable.
1: He, yeah, like, he pity yeah, that like, guy. He's a
0: character that I've seen in real life. Also, I hate him, but I pitied him more. He, yeah. he is somebody who, like, has one hundred percent existed in the real world. who has yeah. sobbed for a lady. I don't know. I got him. <laughs> I didn't like yeah. him, but I was like, I know why you're doing this. I've been this sad before. <laughs> like, I thought that was really, and I, it was really funny when he sees Michael Myers is coming, oh, yeah. and he's like. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in your lawn, dude.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he thinks it's, like, the guy who lives there, which is, like, Mr. Jonas or something. I can't remember what he says.
0: He's like, sorry. Which is, like, an awesome way to, like, handle a Michael Myers reveal. Like, people are either afraid of him or they don't notice him. Like, this guy noticed him. I think there were a couple of moments where, like, little children bumped into Michael Myers. Yes, and you're
1: like, what is he going to do? And they're just like, oh, sorry, sir. And then they walk Yeah,
0: and they just keep going. Like, (laughs) because it's Halloween, it's normal for a guy to be in a mask like this. But, like... I don't know. I think this becomes funnier if it's not Halloween. And, and they, they just start like, oh, well, I guess Mr. Tompkins is wearing a mask tonight. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's cool, though, too, because it, it is kind of playing on that thing where it's supposed to be like, oh, demons and monsters can come out only one night a year and it's Halloween. Yeah. And like, that's why we all dress like them. So they won't want to kill us or whatever. And it's literally what Michael is.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny that they were moving him on Halloween, too.
1: Yes, exactly. Like, they couldn't wait for a less, like, maybe busy day. No. They're Uh, like, no, it's more poetic this way. We got to move him today, I think.
0: (laughs) Okay. The the other group of characters that truly surprised me and are, or, like, I remember the first time I saw this movie was the moment I fell in love with it. Were these Mm -hmm. two, this father and son who are (laughs) driving in their truck. And the little boy is just like, I like hunting with you, Dad but I'm missing dance class and I love dance class and it's just played really straight. And it's just like a surprising little like layer to the character that like could have been a throwaway character, right? There was no reason for them to give him anything, but they give him just this one little detail that is like intriguing and fun and like, Makes me buy him so much more as a character, and therefore I'm invested in him.
2: Yeah, it makes like, me
1: care more about what could happen to him. Now that I think about it, Michael Myers did kill him, and he's a kid, so Michael yeah. does have a precedent of killing children. Never mind, I take my, back my, my earlier theory. Statement.
0: My big theory is that Michael Myers kills people who he thinks are bad. And or who so, are just in his way, I guess, also. Well, because they're all, like, a- adults are all bad. Let's all be clear Yeah, guess. I guess
1: that, yeah, that feels like his mentality, yes.
0: See, to Michael Myers, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. So the fact that these people own uh. iPhones means that they are bad enough to be killed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but the daughter didn't have her iPhone, Mikey. <laughs> and he still went after her.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, he assumed she had one.
1: So iPhones existed in 1978. Is that what you're saying? Time travel exists?
0: No, he that that was why he was killing them because they were having sex, which is bad. But it's also bad to be involved in capitalism.
1: I guess they were consuming beer and driving consuming cars beer. and living in a house.
0: Illegal to do.
1: I guess uh, they were underage, weren't they? Yep, they would yeah. they would have to be because they were all in high school. Okay, and
0: this this dance kid just shot a dude in the chest. So Michael Myers is like, oh yeah, we haven't really he talked about
1: him, the weirdo doctor guy. Who Lori even calls him like,
0: oh, you're the new Loomis. Uh (laughs) huh. Says that that.
1: specifically. Uh, What did you think of that guy?
0: I like that guy a lot. I think that's like a funny. Reason I, keep, I I think I just say like things I like are funny. He wasn't necessarily funny. I was just like, oh, that's a cool twist he, on how to do a Loomis type character.
1: You know what he felt a lot like to me, too? It was kind of like a stand in for people who are like, Michael is really complex. And I want to know how the killer's mind works. Oh, how fascinating. And it's like, no, he's just gonna fucking literally stomp your head in because he does not care. He's just a machine. He's Rob Zombie.
0: Yeah, yeah. That guy was Rob Zombie. Basically,
1: yes. He felt like kind of <laughs> a write in for that. <laughs> Which is interesting. Yeah, Uh, I I don't mind.
0: I I think that's, again, like a a cool twist on like a Loomis type villain. I also feel like he didn't necessarily read to me right away. Like, I feel like a lot of movies you can tell who is going to be the human menace. From the Mm. beginning. And and by that, I mean, like, in the zombie movie, there's always the guy who's just like, yeah, I sold us out. Uh, It was me and my daughter or all of you. What else was I supposed to do? He's the human menace amongst the zombie menace. Like, Uh I I felt like I wasn't immediately in tune. Even this time rewatching it, I kind of forgot that he had his whole little deal where he does get Michael out. So that was like, kind of surprising to me. I was like, oh, right. He's not Loomis anymore. He is a yeah. different character who has a different motivation. Especially because
1: and- he had been brought up uh, with like Loomis's instruction and like teaching. So it's like mm-hmm. Loomis got it that Michael was evil and needed to be killed. But like his student didn't take that away from it at all.
0: Yeah. You need to be involved in Michael Myers one-on-one to really understand the depth of depravity. Otherwise, pretty cool.
1: <laughs> he's just a fanboy. It really turns is. out like he's the one who killed the way he kills the sheriff too man it's like oh uh, it does take you by surprise especially if you're not expecting it
0: mm-hmm. i love and it then- best doctor in any halloween movie yet <laughs> that's not true the best doctor is dr loomis from halloween 2 rob zombie then this guy then dr regular loomis
1: oh god i wonder who plays loomis in those movies i saw the first one so long ago and i blacked it all out because it was so malcolm mcdonald
0: <laughs> seriously yeah oh malcolm wow
1: okay i do like that casting I- choice i will say that i like him as a loomis type although i think what they do with him is very different so
0: uh-huh
1: <laughs> whatever <laughs> malcolm uh, mcdonald is just a good actor
0: <laughs> roxy do you have a question for me Yes,
1: I actually do have a question for you. So, uh, like Lori, who had 40 years to prepare for her on-screen nemesis, I would like to ask you, Mikey, if you had 40 years to prepare for a movie monster nemesis, who would it be and how would you prepare? Oh, is it
0: a movie monster nemesis? I didn't know that. I mean, you can make it whoever. If you'd rather say something else, go for it. Because <laughs> mine is Ben Casali. What? He was my childhood rival oh wow okay (laughs) and he played trumpet and i hated him and he was a mean kid because he played trumpet uh here this is a working theory i have i feel like the kind of instrument you play in band kind of i I don't know if it's very chicken or the eggy i don't know if it makes you this type of personality or if this type of person is drawn to this instrument but i do feel like weirdos play saxophone (laughs) quiet goobers play flute loud goobers play clarinet Lunkheads play drums and bullies play trumpet. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's my my broad strokes. But this which, kid played uh, trumpet.
1: I gotta ask which one you played now? Oh,
0: saxophone. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <Did you?
1: laughs> yes, yes, I did. I didn't know that. <laughs> it was like for one semester, and I barely even played it. I kept constantly forgetting it uh, on purpose because I didn't want to play it. And then they'd make me go and write lines in a corner with the other kids who forgot their instruments. But we'd really just, like, hang out and draw shit. <laughs> it's
0: it a lot cool. more fun than the actual practice. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you played saxophone. We've both that been weirdos was- this whole time, Mikey, it turns out. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it. listen, it makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Both of us. <laughs> ben Casali was uh, this awful kid, and I assume... It's been, God, how long has it been since I was in seventh grade? About 25 I don't years. I want to think about it. So <laughs> I would long. say in about 15 years, it would not be surprising if Ben Casali came for me. Okay. And I do feel like I need to start preparing because so far the answer has been 25 years, just dick around. <laughs> 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 just not prepare for the obvious battle that's coming. I'm going to get to the gym, Roxy. I'm going to pump iron. I'm going to be ready to fight. I assume something terrible has happened to Ben Casale that has made him into a monster. Okay. Perhaps he got struck by lightning. Perhaps he drank acid and became an acid beast. Maybe he uh has pins in his head like a pinhead.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, he became a uh, Cenobite.
0: <laughs> I am going to just... Fight him. <laughs> I am going to get very strong and I'm gonna start tonight after this. I'm gonna do twenty push ups. Do it. And I'm gonna start getting strong, and then I'm going to put up my dukes and I'm gonna box that guy and I'm gonna punch his pins right deep into his head. And then they'll they'll puncture his brain, Roxy, because they're just <laughs> on the surface now and they're sticking out. But when I punch <laughs> them, they go in, and then they they'll all kill him.
1: I have to get you some uh, special gloves so you don't get stabbed by those nails. Yeah, that would you can be great do that. Uh, that cheating boxer thing where you put like a metal in your gloves or something so you can uh, make them hurt even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, loaded, loaded nucks They call. It. There you go. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Roxy, what is your movie monster who you would uh, fear for forty years and then finally fight?
1: uh so i went with what i thought would be the easiest to fight because i couldn't really think of who would be my nemesis uh and my answer was jaws <laughs> <laughs> jaws lives in the ocean so you're right. fighting on land <laughs> not gonna fight you that way and uh if i wanted to take him out i could just get a helicopter and uh shoot him from the air and uh then he's dead <laughs> <laughs> although i think in some of the movies he is known for jumping pretty high right so have to become really good at a uh, sniper rifle skills. Yeah, uh,
0: so you would just take forty years and train on the sniper. Yes,
1: yeah, I'd be like three sixty no scope uh, jaws. <laughs> take the steps. That's what off forty for years will buy me. It'll I'll get really good with a sharpshooter skills.
0: <laughs> I, I I am kind of sad thinking about this alternate timeline where all the time you spent practicing drawing went to sniper <laughs> rifling. And you're as good with a sniper rifle in this timeline as you are with a Wacom tablet in this timeline? <laughs>
1: yes, check out that hand-eye coordination. Get it.
0: <laughs> Roxy, on a scale from 1 to 9, not to 10 because 10 does not exist in the scary basement, how likely are the events of this film to happen in real life? Um.
1: So I had a two-part answer to this, but same score. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So... Nine out of nine, uh sometimes you gotta do the r- the right thing, even if you look crazy to the others, I guess. Although oh, yeah. I don't really agree with the part of, like, not listening to others first. Okay. Gotta factor that into it. And also, nine out of nine, a uh killer coming back to finish the victim that got away, if given the chance. Totally, definitely, that would happen.
0: They always return to the scene of the crime. Yes, I'm sure there's- <laughs> Which is Halloween night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, too, said nine. This is- Very logical. This movie is cool because it's just like very straightforward. This could happen. Yeah. Even like take, they took enough time. Like it's always weird to me if it's like two days later and it's like, Oh, another fucking Michael Myers event. That's what they call them down... It's like the Earthquake Center. (laughs) Like, the graphs start going crazy, and they're like, we have a Michael Myers event in Illinois. (laughs) Send somebody down there. But yes, I, too, said it was a nine, because everything's, like, pretty realistic. Like, Michael Myers is just a fucked-up dude, and he's living his life, and he comes back to kill people it's like yeah. it, 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 it they're not bang- interested in putting like a supernatural spin on him at all it's just
1: like he just doesn't die we don't explain it he just doesn't die and that's mm-hmm. what he is he's still human though he's still aged
0: <laughs> i don't think he's had and, and i think that's also why like 40 years between them is like a great amount of time because like whatever injuries he sustained in the first movie he could have theoretically healed from mm-hmm. and nothing happens to him that is like, he doesn't get a shotgun to the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's gruesome. <laughs> but, like, nothing happens to him that is, like, out of this world, like, supernatural. Like, he's a tough dude. but he Yeah, he gets, gets hit by hit, a he car,
1: gets, he gets shot, he gets stabbed.
0: He gets hit by a car and gets, like, knocked unconscious for a while. Like, yeah. he feels very mortal in a way that, like, I think makes him scarier. If he's just, like, I, I don't know, maybe it's me, but, like, when I start seeing him like, getting up from things he shouldn't get up from in Halloween H2O when they, like, shoot him a bunch and he's just like, "Mm, big deal. That, to me, always says, like, this is not scary. I always refer to this as the Cujo problem.
2: Mm. It's not a problem.
0: But, like, Cujo is such Mm. a scary movie because it could really happen. It's a dog with rabies and it happens to be very big and this lady and her kid get stuck in a car. We should watch Cujo on this podcast.
1: I actually have not... Read or watch Cujo. That's one of the few like Stephen King things where a movie exists that I have not seen. So I would be down for that. I
2: forgot
0: that it's Stephen King and got upset about <laughs> it
2: again.
1: Well, the movie might take some liberties. Who knows? Might change it. <laughs> yeah, hopefully
0: the movie's 100% different.
2: <laughs> it is time to collect your souls. I mean, it is time to collect your bets.
0: Roxy, we made a bet last week. Yeah, we did. We asked each other how many kills we think are happening in this movie. You said seven, I said eight. The answer is eighteen. Wow, okay. Um <laughs> so I won, but I still didn't really win. <laughs> like I technically it's won. So I get fun. the point. Holy but we shit were so eighteen. Off. Yes. Oh my god.
1: Like I there... I wasn't adding it up this time around. Um, but I was still not expecting that, even though I watched the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I was when I Googled it to find out, I was shocked. But it's like, we do have that. One or montage where he kills like four people in a second. He kills the yeah. two podcasters. He kills There's 50. two people at Dave. the gas station too that he yep. kills. So there's like four people at the gas station alone. There's the, the dad and the son. Mm-hmm. Um, There are two police officers there that get killed. He stabs so many people. He stabs the friend. He, he mashes Dr. Sartain's head into mush. He kills yep. Officer Richard. He kills Officer French. He kills the dad. He kills Ray. That's right.
1: Ray. Oh, we didn't even talk about Ray. Either.
0: Ray is funny. <laughs> Poor Ray. So, yeah, I'm taking home the point, but it's not by a lot. Yeah, the fact that it's not even double was enough <laughs> to make it there is wild. Roxy, there are a number of characters in this movie who want Michael Myers to talk. I mean, the evil doctor's whole deal is breaking Michael out of the Institute so he can get him in the vicinity of Laurie to hear what he has to say.
1: The movie does literally open with a podcaster demanding Michael, say something, say something.
0: Say something. So here's what I'm thinking. (laughs) We've had Michael Myers as a guest for the last few episodes, right? He's probably pretty comfortable with us at this point. Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe? Well, here's what I'm thinking. Let's just get him up to the mic, huh? Michael Myers, come on up, buddy. Come on, Michael. Uh, just go ahead, say something, anything. Where are your pals, Mikey and Roxy. Anything you want to say is okay. Y- yeah, come on, Michael.
1: Hi! Oh, that's uh not how I thought you sound, Michael. Well, sorry. Uh,
0: what are you sorry about? I don't know. Michael Myers, you've been silent for years, and, I mean, we just want to hear your motivations. Why did you kill the people you killed? Why did you let certain people go? What's your deal? Well, I don't know. I just, I do stuff, you know? I just, I'm so sorry. I didn't
1: mean to kill all the people. I'm just, I'm just shy. You're kidding. You're shy?
0: I'm just shy. I mean, you don't seem shy when you're murdering people.
1: Oh, well, I'm sure sorry about that. Well, how about you wouldn't have to be sorry if you just didn't murder anyone? Nah. But if you didn't murder people, you could just be yourself. You know, no one would bother you. In fact, you'd probably be a lot happier if you did that.
0: Nah. You're sure? Nah.
1: Michael Myers, uh, since we've got you here, let me just ask, uh, why do you want to kill all these people, then? What do you want? Maybe that would help. Well, I want
0: a chocolate.
1: A chocolate.
0: A chocolate. Well, see, my mom used to give me a chocolate when I was good. My sister had sex with a boy, and that was bad, so I killed her. And all the teenagers I killed, well, they were being bad, too. So I just thought that if I killed them, I'd get a chocolate.
1: Well, you won't get a chocolate. Killing those people is why you went to jail in the first place. Oh, no. You could just buy yourself a chocolate. Did you know that? They sell chocolate at a lot of places, like in CVS, Target, whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, and you know what? I'll give you a chocolate if you promise to not kill anyone else ever again. Oh, that sounds great.
0: Wow. (laughs) All those people are just killed over a chocolate.
1: I didn't know I could just buy a chocolate. I'm so sad
0: now. I'm sorry I killed all those people. Uh, sorry, everyone.
1: I'm sure your victims are real happy to hear that.
0: Oh, gosh, I hope so. Man, Michael Myers. You, he's stepping away. he He's going in the corner and curling up and you know what? I don't blame him. Okay, here, let,
1: let me give him a chocolate. Okay, I've got some in my pocket over here. Okay, I'm gonna back away slowly. Oh, what? Uh, you're welcome. Okay.
0: All right. Here we go. Here we go. Demon bots coming on over. No, think, yeah. Think one after God. another.
2: Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. You have successfully reviewed the 2018 film Halloween. I am not terrifying which Halloween film any further than that. For next week, you must watch the sequel film released just one week ago. Halloween Kills. The first new release I have tasked you with reviewing. If you do not, your souls will be forfeit and I shall claim your bodies as my own.
0: Okay,
1: we can do that. Okay, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. We're actually watching and talking about a movie that comes out the same week. It's this, gonna be this exciting. Is exciting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get to define the cultural conversation around this movie. It's up to us. We're going to implant the common sense default understanding. You know when uh, the first podcast to come out after the Matrix revolutions, and they're like, "This isn't <laughs> as good as the first Matrix." That's gonna be us
1: for Halloween Kills. Wow, we're so important. I can't wait.
0: Everyone's Roxy, on the edge of their seat. <laughs> we got to make a bet for next week. Obviously, yeah. Uh huh. That's that's correct. <laughs> It'll be the final episode of Halloween. We can finally get this jerk Michael Myers out of the scary basement. Maybe,
1: maybe say that. To-
2: Why? I, I want,
1: I want, I like being here. We can give you some more chocolate if you leave N- next week. Well, okay. <laughs> All right. I think, I, I think we got that one covered, Mikey. You, you shouldn't talk about him so loud. He's going to hear you. I don't care. I hate you know, him. He's good at
0: just sitting and listening. I hate him. Let's one more time do the classic kill count. How many characters do you think are going to get killed in Halloween Kills? Remember, the word kill is in the title, so...
1: Yes, so um, because of how many kills there were in this one, I'm going to go double and say 36. I'm going to say 36 people.
0: 36? 36. Holy shit. (laughs) I'm saying 15. 15? Okay. (laughs) Wow, I'm excited to find out how many people are killed in this movie.
1: Yeah, it's going to... One of us will be more correct than the other. There,
0: there could just be a scene where like the whole town is chasing after Michael Myers and he like drops a piano and smushes like 13 people. At the
1: once. fact that you told me it's like a town versus Michael Myers, I was like, okay, there's going to be a lot of like a whole town full of people dying, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> well, we can only hope. <laughs> so your town gets um...
2: The pact has been sealed. I mean, the bet is confirmed. The one closest to the kill count for Halloween Kills will be declared the winner. The loser must do as one member of the mob from the film planned to do and fight Michael Myers armed only with a clothes iron.
0: (sighs) Roxy, let's get out of the scary basement. But before we do, a quick ray of sunshine. What's making you happy this week? I actually started doing
1: Duolingo daily. To brush up on some language skills, that makes me feel pretty cool. What language are you learning? I'm sure you can guess, Mikey. Dothraki. Uh, Yes, I'm a big Game of Thrones buff. Uh, No, it's just Japanese. Like, I know, uh, I can maybe figure out like 50 to 60% of stuff, like when I'm watching things, you know, like Mm -hmm. a movie or like anime or something. But like, if I actually had to have a conversation with a person, (laughs) it would just be nothing. Um, so I wanted Nothing. to kind of like <laughs> i I would not be very effective basically um, so I wanted to brush up on my skills, learn there's like a bunch of different characters you have to learn how to draw or what they look like.
0: I love that for you that you can
1: watch anime without having to look at the subs. Yeah, or maybe if I actually get to travel again sometime, I have friends over there, maybe I could actually navigate the country. Right, you could go to Japan and watch anime without the subs. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's uh, always been my dream, as you know, so yeah, can't wait for that. Duolingo, that owl's gonna get me there. That guy rules. This is not a sponsor bit for Duolingo, by the
0: way. <laughs> no, we actually refuse to take their money.
1: <laughs> hey, maybe you will. If they, if they want to sponsor us, I'd be down for it. I'd-
0: <laughs> what about you, Mikey? Here's what's making me happy. What, what, what I want to know. I love professional wrestling, and yes, you sure do. There is a pay per view coming in November to Minneapolis, Minnesota. AEW Full Gear. Oh, and goddamn it, if I didn't buy tickets and plane flight out there. Oh my God,
1: you're literally gonna travel for I'm it. I'm just gonna
0: go and see it. I've got a bunch of wrestling friends out there, you know, that's where I grew up. I've got a bunch of people in Minneapolis who I know love wrestling and I knew they were going to go. So it was actually a fun situation where I did that thing where like I reached out to a friend who I haven't talked to in a while. And was just like, hey, I was thinking about maybe going to this pay-per-view. Are you going to go? Are you thinking about it? And he was just like, yeah. And then 20 minutes later texted me like, okay, so here's how much your ticket was. Just Venmo me. Oh, my (laughs) God. Wow.
1: Okay. That's amazing. That sounds like so much fun, Mikey. It's and then this is also the adventure. pro wrestling
0: league that has a number of people holding up signs about <gasps> various video games.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. What, what's your gonna, what's your sign gonna be? You have to have planned that already, right? Yeah. So
0: that th- we've, th- there have been a lot of like, this game is better than this game. It'll be like Final Fantasy VIII is greater than Final Fantasy VII or something, right? So my sign is going to say Resident Evil 2 remake greater than or equal to Resident Evil 2.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting. That's,
0: that's gonna get on, <laughs> It's going to get on the blogs. It's going to get passed around. It's going to be great.
1: Do it. You got to make sure you smile real big when you hold it up and they can see your face.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, they're just looking to make sure kids are having
1: fun. <laughs> <laughs> and having fights on the internet about video games.
0: All right, Roxy, let's get out of the scary basement. Uh, as you know, okay. each week, the demon bot hires a new monster to guard the basement door to keep us from escaping. And yet each week we still escape. I actually forgot to bring something this time, and so all we've got is whatever I've got in my backpack, so I'm just going to unzip it here and see what we've got. Okay. Roxy. Uh, Yes? It's just peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in here.
1: Oh my god, Mikey! (laughs) I made a bunch (laughs) of them
0: because they're, like, great energy if you're, like, on a hike, and so i just got, like, three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches.
1: I mean, it's true. That's my go-to con snack as well, so I can- Attest to that, but uh, not really great in the scary basement, Mikey. What if, uh, unless it's something that eats peanut butter and jelly sandwich, maybe? Let me just creep up and
0: see what kind of monster is out there. What do you see? Oh no, it's a mech Dracula. <sighs> we got no chance. We've got no chance. Roxy, we gotta just stay in the basement Wait, for a week. You could smear the peanut butter over its sensors or something, right? Then it can't see us. No. No? Wait, so we're, we're just trapped down here? we're just trapped here are you kidding me i won't do it okay well you didn't see the mech it had big guns and it was piloted by a dracula
1: oh oh so it's a dracula in a mech
0: yeah okay dracula plus mech all right i
1: thought it was a mechanoid dracula i thought it was a robot (laughs) that's insane hey you say that when (laughs) demon boss right over there it's not that insane
0: so do you want one of these sandwiches yeah give me one of those
1: All right, we gotta find somewhere to sleep, I guess. All these pillows have spikes, Mikey. This sucks. I don't like it.